Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to In Bed with Miles and Helen. I am Miles, and here is Helen. Hi. This is episode eight, and it's very. Uh, we're very excited because we are now on Spotify. Yay! So that means that we are now getting listeners around the world, including people in America. We've got listener. We've got a listener in Belgium. We've got somebody listening in France. And we've got people listening all over the UK. So thank you very much. So if you want to, if you enjoy the podcast and you want to tell your friends, we are on Spotify and you just look for In Bed with Mars and Helen, but you might need to go to the pod- podcasts section of Spotify. And you will find us there. Hello, world. Are you, are you excited about this new development? I am. I am. Just people all over the world listening to me and you talk about stuff. <laughs> what we're going to... Oh, can we just say we've had... We've come back from our lovely holiday in North. We've just had three days... Three days? Three days, four days. Well, three, three days. Three and a bit days in Northumberland. Long weekend. And we've had a lovely time. Really, really lovely time. We, we recommend Northumberland. And... Uh, Stayed in a nice little cottage, um, courtesy of our sponsor. My also, mother. Also known as Helen's mum. So thank you very much, Jean. Thank you, Mommy. My Mookie. Um, and we had a brilliant time, and we're now back in Durham. But we want to say how magnificent Northumberland is. If you're listening from around the world or around the UK, we haven't been sponsored by the Northumbrian Tourist Board, although that would be really good. Thank you. But the beaches are lovely. You're there on your own. The sand is perfect. There's no litter. The castles are fantastic. Very dog friendly. Dogs you can get into. We haven't found a cafe or a pub that we couldn't take our Alma into. But yeah. Yeah, we've had a really good time and we recommend it. Yes, yeah, so Northumber is fantastic. And uh, it's very fitting uh, for today's topic, which is... Ghosts. Today's topic oh. is ghosts and ghostly things because Northumbria is slightly, has a certain kind of slightly spooky energy to it. One of the places we went to while we were there was called Chillingham Castle, which is, which sort of markets itself as a ghostly castle. It is one, well, supposed to be one of the most haunted places. But unfortunately we couldn't get in because it was closed because it's January and a lot of people are like, oh, we're not opening at the moment, it's January, so we didn't get in. But we drove up to the castle and we went into the little the little church next door. Because we do love churches and cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> and we went inside this little uh, church at Chillingham and it was sort of like it was haunted because on the wall there was a photograph of a very young man who was from, from that village and he went to World War One, and he tragically died at the age of seventeen. And there is this photo on the wall, so it was almost like it's almost like he was haunting the church in a way. Yes, yes, he was. But we didn't get into the castle, so we're going to go back in the summer. So in a few thousand episodes' time, you will hear our adventures in Chillingham. Okay, so we all, but we also went to Bamber Castle which is, again, quite haunted, very spectacular. Oh, I sound like a right tourist 
uh, tourism guide, lovely beaches. You don't have to pay to get in the castle. But again, obviously, castles have their ghost stories. And we love our ghost stories, do. Do! <laughs> Helen. Do we, do we, Miles? Helen mentioned, uh, Helen, a couple of times, Helen, Helen mentioned uh, a pink lady. But I reckon a pink lady is a type of gin. <gasps> no, pink lady was the ghost. But it's normally a white lady. And it's... So, the reason why they are white ladies, in my opinion, I'm not saying that I'm an expert gorgeous person, but it's most of the time when people were um, laid out and put into their coffins, they were dressed in a gown, whether they were male or female. Hence, the last item of clothing that they had on was normally a white shroud. Hence, why everybody seems to see white ladies. So what's the, what's the thing with the pink ladies then? I don't know. Maybe is, it was... the, is it because the washing had gone off colour? Yeah, maybe they put something like red red in the washing machine or whatever. And... So, so, we went, <laughs> so we went to Bamborough Castle and uh, really nice um, guides there and we asked them about ghosts. No, you interviewed said... them for absolute ages. No, I did did I? Yes, you did. Well, anyway, we talked, we talked to the really nice guides about ghosts, and they said, well, they said, well, one of the members of staff has felt a hand on the shoulder, didn't yes. they? Yes. Hand on the shoulder. What else? What else? Chains. They heard chains. What else? Also, someone was, some children were, were children's voices were doing, were their, doing their times, times tables. tables. Yes. Very spooky. Oh, but that is re- residual energy rather than ghostly apparitions in some cases. <laughs> Okay, um, so but but Helen ha- Helen has a, an amazing real life ghost ghost story, and uh, you're going to tell us your story, aren't you? I will tell you that now. I'm sure everybody is is sitting there with their little earpod things in with bated breath. So what happened? I come from a family of spiritualists, mediums. Tell it like you're. T- Tell it like you're telling me. I am telling tell you. Me, tell me. Well, tell telling me you. the story. Okay. Okay. Right. So, me and a group of friends were out driving the, in the car. Mm-hmm. Late at night, I don't know where we'd been, and I got... How long, how long ago was this? Well, I probably was about 17 or 18, because I couldn't drive then. So, 17 okay, so or a few years ago. A few years ago. Just a, just a few. <laughs> just, Go on. Just a few years ago. And I got my great-great-grandma... Um, appeared to me in the back of the car. Uh, she had Victorian outfit on um, and she had jet jewellery as well. So I didn't know who it was, but then we sort of had a little medium chat with each other and she said that we had to get off the road. So we were on a country lane, so we pulled off this road um, and then we went a different way, a different back road through the through the backs of beyond of Durham. Actually, we drove past it today. What did she say to you in the car? She just said, you need to get off this okay. road now. So right, it was okay. like a proper warning. So you warning. pulled off that road? So got the driver, yeah. uh, pull off the road, right. thought nothing of it. Right. The next day, I was walking from Durham City Centre back home to my parents with one of the lads that was in the car. And a recovery truck walked pa- uh, drove past with a car on that was all smashed up. And I said... That is the car from the accident last night. So if you bear in mind that there was no social media or, you know, traffic reports or anything like that. So I had no idea whether this was or wasn't, apart from my intuition, 
that this car had been involved in a fatal crash. So again, we parted ways. I went to my house. He went to his house. We met up later on and it was one of his friends that was killed in exactly the same spot, literally minutes later. Um, he was driving one way and we were driving the other way. And if my great grandma hadn't stopped us and diverted us down this other country lane, we would probably have been involved in that crash. Amazing story. You said um, you said you said you didn't think anything of it, but actually, somebody somebody in your car was freaked out, weren't they? Yes, they ran off across a field. Uh, just explain at what point that happened. When when I said that I had my grandma in the car, and then he he looked he looked in the mirror, um, the rear view mirror, and he couldn't see me. Apparently, I went all weird at that point. I don't know what I was doing because obviously I couldn't see me. Maybe you were in some sort of trance. or Maybe. something. Maybe. So did you say he ran off across yeah, a field? Yeah, he ran off across a field. Was he all right? Yeah, well, eventually, yes. But then they got even more freaked freaked by the incident because they just thought it was me being weird. Um, but after I saw the, the car that was um, crashed on the back of a recovery vehicle and the fact that it was one of my friend's friends as well that was killed there and we literally missed that accident by a minute probably at the very, very most. So that was a warning from my great-grandma. Yeah, but there's another part to this story as well, isn't there? Um, which is that you then went to see your grandmother. Yes, and she got the photos out um, of my great-grandma. And I, I have no recollection of seeing this, seeing these photos. And there she was in her Victoria. Previously, you mean? Yeah, previously, yeah. 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 With this jet jewellery on, it was definitely her 100%. But... I'm used to it because from me being little, my grandma was a medium, um, so she would speak to people or get premonitions and things like that. So to me, it's nothing new. It was annoying because people wouldn't leave me alone and they always had messages. But then from a medium point of view, if it's very rare that I get in contact with people now. But if I do, they normally prove, um, they always send me the sensation of how they've passed. So I always get them. If you'll you'll hear if if people are interested in ghost programs or whatever, they'll hear people saying, "Take it off me now, take it off me now," and it's because me, some mediums feel see people. Some people can communicate and don't see people. Some people do all three. Normally, when I'm fully into my mediumness, I can do all three. But unfortunately, if somebody passes with a heart attack, you feel that pain. So that's why people, mediums will say, take it off me, because it's verification for the family that you're talking to. But it's really painful, especially if it's an accident, because you can see the accident. If it's a car accident or a bike accident, you can see what they see. So it's not the most pleasant of things to see. But no, yes, of course, that yeah. is me. That's but a really, got... It's a really powerful story. Yes. Yeah. So what would you say to people if somebody said, oh, I don't believe in ghosts, it's all a load of rubbish, what would you say? Well, it doesn't matter. That's your opinion. I'm not there to change their mind, but I just know what I know and things that's happened in my life, and especially with my grandma. Um, there was also a tale of, well, I know it's to be true, actually. My grandma um, drew a picture of Peter Sutcliffe. So this was before the time when it was going to be Geordie Jack or whatever it was, when there was people that guy sent that tape in trying and you know trying to be famous or whatever he was doing it was just a nightmare but my grandma drew a picture of peter sutcliffe 
and the house that he lived in at the time. And we don't know what happened to that information. But when he was eventually caught after being interviewed several times and you saw his house, everything from the windows, the number of windows, the door, the style of the house and everything was how my grandma had drawn it. So, you know, that's why some mediums do work with the police. That is amazing. But she had drawn Peter Sutcliffe. That is amazing. And she had drawn his house. See, I think I, 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 I'm not like I'm not like hyper rational. I mean, I'm reasonably rational. I wouldn't say I was hyper rational, but I do think there are things that you can't explain. Like I was telling, I was telling you about the Phil. I'm telling you about the Phil Collins book. At the, at the start of the Phil Collins, the Phil, Phil Collins, the famous singer and drummer the start of his book, which is called Not Dead Yet. He recounts a story from the late 70s where he goes to see uh, a medium-type person. And they say that his, he wants to, he's talking to his father, who's passed away some time before, and his father says, I'll tell you, Mum, I'm sorry, because he, he didn't always behave brilliantly. And then he says, uh, look, um, look after the family cricket bat. And this was related to Phil Collins via the medium. And Phil Collins was blown away because, because they had this family cricket bat that had been passed down from generation to generation. And he said there's absolutely no way she could have known that. And he said, it was just absolutely floored by it. So you do get these, and there's, other, there's lots of other stories as well, but you do get these little things that are like really, really strange. Mm. How do you explain it? If I, back in the day, it used to be quite popular for, for mediums to go around to people's houses. It was a bit like a Tupperware party, but with ghosts. So uh, when if it, if it was a really good medium and I was there, I used to get accused by the medium of trying, <laughs> trying to block them, even though I wasn't. But they were going, you could do this better than what I can. Um, but then sometimes when I, it's very rarely that I'll go to shows now, but I just sit there and I think, you're fake. You're feeding off the audience and I can really, really tell and that you are just making this up and... and it, it is amazing how um, people in the audience at these type of things give information away without reading, uh, without realising that they're doing it. So that's why verification like this cricket bat is good. And I can smell certain things, which is a bit weird. And I'll, and I'll just say certain things to people. Um, and then they might not even acknowledge it at the time, but they could go away, ask the parents or siblings or whoever about why was she talking about duck eggs? And then they'll go, well, yeah, because they had a farm and, you know, they were famous for the duck eggs or whatever. So it's it's something rather than the, the normal one of, is there a Bob? There's a Bob, that you, your Uncle Bob, and he died of a heart attack or whatever. I will try and find something really, really specific to the person or to the family so even if they don't recollect it at the time they may well recollect it later on once they've talked to other people oh we're, we're having a really serious well, we're not being very funny are we being... well no, i can i can funny. liven it up with funniness go on then you got, um, you got a joke no i haven't got a joke well actually i have got a joke my favorite joke is <laughs> go on what, what do you call somebody with jelly in one ear and custard in the other doesn't matter, they can't hear you. No, it's a trifle deaf. Oh, a trifle <laughs> deaf. Brilliant. Brilliant. Can Very I, good. Can, am I allowed, have we got enough time for me to have a little tiny rant? Oh, we're not back on the hand dryers again. Yes. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> right, we're now, lose, we're now moving on. That was us talking about ghosts. 
But if you've uh, if got you any... want to, if you want us to, uh, if you want us to talk about a particular subject, you can you can let us know. Uh, we're going to set up an email soon. But now Helen wants to talk about hand dryers. Yes, because hand... that's a that's a natural thing to talk about. What well, after you've spoken about ghosts, isn't it? Yeah, but we, we go we go we go easily. And fluidly from ghosts and the supernatural to hand dryers. People will, people will, it's like the anti-Lily League, hand dryers, <laughs> hand dryers. What is, don't, How many people is the, have joined the anti-Lily League now? Uh, two. Yeah, two. That's Okay, me. membership is soaring then. Right, go on then, hand dryers. <laughs> that's, that's me and my schizophrenic <laughs> Go on, friend. hand dryers, go on. <laughs> Hand dryers. What's the point of them? They spread germs. They just make a big, massive noise and they don't dry your hands. Why can't we just have hand towels? I'd even rather have those old-fashioned things where it was like towels on a like a roller thing. Rather have that. Surely hand dryers are just totally pointless. They plugged the hand dryers in. are much more ecologically friendly, surely. I don't think they are. Because oh, they must I, be. They can't be. They must They're be. using electric. Yeah, but only for a limited amount of time. Yes, exactly. Not to dry your hands. Do they dry your hands? Look, I'm not really an expert on hand dryers, so I probably can't comment, but I suspect they are more ecologically friendly than all those zillions of hand towels that we used to get through. Oh, but I think they'll spread germs about. Mind you, you, start, you still go to some places where they have hand towels, don't you? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Much better. Because then Much you better. Catch- much you feel better. quite strongly about this. I do, I do. Because at Bamborough Castle, they had Dyson hand dryers. <laughs> and Dyson hand dryers normally make your skin move about like waves on the ocean, but no, these ones were just... Oh. <laughs> it's just like you what and was wrong with it? What was wrong with it? You was could wrong? be passionate about... What was, what was wrong with the, with the hand dryers at Bamborough Castle? Well, they just made a big noise, made your hands, your skin on your hands move about like waves on the ocean... And then they still didn't dry my hands. So I had to go back into the toilet and get some toilet roll and dry my hands. Oh, dear. So, yeah, so that's it. But so, nevertheless, sorry, it was still, nevertheless, it was worth visiting Bamborough Castle, I, yes. Thought, I think. Yes, yes. Despite the this unsatisfactory, <laughs> unsatisfactory <laughs> moment with the, with the hand dryers. Yeah. Right, well, there you go. So if you've got any thoughts about hand dryers or ghosts or the supernatural, you can, you can drop us a line. We're going to sort out an email soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jean, for sponsoring our holiday. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to Helen talk about hand dryers. And, thank you. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be back with more soon. Thank you very much for send listening. Send us your requests. Send us your send problems. Us, we us, just want to talk. Send us your problems. Send us your problems. We can't... <laughs> we, should, we should say, if you send us your problems we talk about them, we're probably not going to address them terribly seriously. <laughs> so if you've got a real problem that you're really worried about, it's probably best not to send us that. Go to professionals. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want us to talk about uh, a little problem you have and you don't mind us laughing about it, then we'll do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.